0: Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. This podcast is about one of my all-time favorite nootropics, which is rhodiola rosea. This adaptogenic herbal stimulant has been used as an energy-boosting agent in Russia and China for centuries. It stimulates the nervous system, helps with work, along with combating stress and fatigue, it also contains a number of phytochemicals, neuroprotective, antioxidizing agents, and is a stress-reducing agent. This article is mostly going to focus on decoding what the human studies are saying about rhodiola and how this squares up with the anecdotal experiences of the biohacker community, online for more of my own personal experiences thoughts and comparisons please see the written and video reviews that you can find on the web page below this podcast rhodiola has what i think is a risk reward trade-off tantamount to the racetams or alcar also some of my all-time favorite nootropics It's been studied worldwide, quote, Since 1960, more than 180 studies on the uses, chemistry, and pharmacology of this herb have been published. It has an impressive over 400 results on PubMed for just the past 10 years. So even though it's been around as a part of herbal medicinal traditions for thousands and thousands of years the the studies that are being done on it human animal and otherwise are certainly not uh certainly not slowing down there's there's tremendous interest in the research community in rhodiola a stimulating nutraceutical rhodiola has a remarkable energizing effect and a motivating effect which lasts in between four to eight hours the pharmacodynamics of nutraceuticals vary significantly from person to person so you will have to do some experimentation to figure out which dosages and proportions work the best for you the first time taking rhodiola for many is a fabulously energizing experience but like many stimulants There is a tolerance curve to this, which is why I recommend keeping the dosage low and cycling it. So once a month, take a whole week off of rhodiola. The internet is rife with anecdotal reports praising its energizing effect. Quote, rhodiola has become my favorite mood slash productivity enhancer hands down. I'm very happy with the results I've been seeing. Opined Stefan B. Quote, it started working two hours after I took it. I felt a lot of energy, confidence, sexual desire, and prosocial behavior, which is just what I was looking for. It was absolutely great. Another guy agreed. For many, this has an effect on verbal intelligence quote you will even talk more faster or clear you don't have to think much you just feel ready it's like your thoughts are waiting in queue to come out and you just need to give them a chance one after another i think it does align your neurotransmitters so when you take it in the morning you will feel that brain servicing and inner thought alignment and calmness but not slow down since so again some some quite uh hyperbolic some very very excited people online about rhodiola i'm one of them since it's a stimulant it's probably a good idea to avoid caffeine or coffee while on rhodiola many use rhodiola to wean themselves off coffee and it it worked great to help help me to temporarily quit coffee I, i will agree with a lot of other people out there that are saying that you shouldn't really combine it with a lot of caffeine i have had some times that i did rhodiola and then i had a cup or two or three of coffee and i was just overstimulated and ended up in a bad mood speaking of mood According to biohackers on longevity, it's something of an instant satisfaction nootropic, at least in terms of delivering a happy and productive headspace. One self-experimenter remarked, I tried the rhodiola and immediately felt a euphoric type high as well as increased motivation, stamina, and elevated mood. Weathermaker on longevity found that rhodiola was a nice balanced mood enhancer. It was very good for me, a slightly clearer mind and a slightly more stamina. Those two slightlys added up to a significant improvement in my productivity, which in itself improved my mood. As an anti fatigue agent, The effect of rhodiola most supported in recent human studies is its marvelous anti-fatigue properties. From athletes and military cadets to medical students, it gives another two to four hours of focused, intense labor towards one's goals. And I'll add as a sidebar here, a way that I will use rhodiola is if I am having a day on caffeine, because caffeine has such a detrimental effect on sleep, if you're doing it in the late afternoon or the early evening, or even, even for some people the early afternoon, I will start the morning with maybe a coffee or two, and then in the mid-afternoon, some, in the mid-afternoon, I will do some rodi. I'll do a rhodiola tea And if you're one of those people that you kind of need your coffee in the morning and then you kind of need a coffee in the mid-afternoon to pep you back up to keep you productive in the mid-afternoon, I'll really encourage you to substitute a bit of rhodiola tea and it really has a similar effect. A 2012 UK study of 101 human subjects concluded... Rhodiola extract at a dose of 200 milligrams twice daily for four weeks is safe and effective in improving life stress symptoms to a clinically relevant degree. A Belgian study which was entitled Acute Rhodiola Rosea Intake Can Improve Endurance Exercise Performance of Young Athletes concluded acute rhodiola rosea intake can improve exercise capacity in young, healthy volunteers. So this makes it a good option for endurance athletes. So CrossFit junkies, long distance swimmers, cyclers, climbers, and hikers. You guys are definitely gonna wanna check out Rhodiola. A double-blind, randomized, and placebo-controlled Russian study of students indicated it's a worthwhile study drug. 20 days of rhodiola supplementation actually improved exam scores from the abstract the overall conclusion is that the study drug gave significant results compared to the placebo group but that the dose level probably was suboptimal another russian placebo-controlled study of 161 military cadets found it improved their capacity for mental work significantly over placebo. And this suggests its potential for professionals like attorneys, web developers, programmers, salespeople, psychologists and therapists, entrepreneurs and solopreneurs. Another Russian study showed that it increased the capacity to do mentally demanding work while stressed out or Fatigued, and a Netherlands study showed its function of minimizing chronic oxidative stress can increase lifespan as well. Although that one was done with uh, C. elegans, which which is like uh, a worm, but worms are actually used a lot of times in in lifespan studies because for. Uh, whatever reason, the uh, results translate, seem to translate, ostensibly translate well into humans, which is what really matters, right? A 2009 study administered 570 milligrams daily of rhodiola extract to those suffering from stress and fatigue, and, and that is a higher dosage no serious side effects were reported and the improvements were significant boosting mental performance particularly concentration and cortisol level decreases in burnout patients neuroprotection so you know actually before i move on to the next section i'll do a little i'll do a little aside here i will mention so i've used rudiola for been about a year and a half now and sometimes sometimes I will feel like I'm flirting with with burnout because I, I do work quite hard a lot of times I am working alone I am a person that's traveling full-time so I'll often find myself in a situation where I'm in a brand new city and I don't have any any friends or close relationships and I'm just working really hard and dealing with high levels of stress for whatever reason, but I've never experienced a real real burnout. And I would wager that my intake of rhodiola has quite a bit to do with that. Moving on to neuroprotection. Its anti-fatigue effects go hand in hand with neuroprotective properties even the minds of those who live a completely bulletproof lifestyle so let's say you're like a person who has a very clean diet you're abstaining from vices you do regular meditation and exercise to deal with stress even people like that your mind is going to face daily wear and tear from factors that are practically invisible and unavoidable which surround us daily things like toxins in your food environmental pollution or acute stress events in one's personal life you know let's say you're in a car accident or you have to break up with your girlfriend or politics are really crazy in your country for for a couple of months or a couple of years nutraceuticals like rhodiola are a really smart preventative measure for protecting the mind from detractors seen and unseen. A 2008 Chinese study on its antioxidant effects concluded our findings might raise a possibility of potential therapeutic applications of salidorosides, for preventing and treating cerebral, isochemic, and neurodegenerative diseases. End quote, on cognition, these studies all indicated improvements in cognition thanks to the anti fatigue effect. However, it has yet to be demonstrated in studies that it improves baseline cognition. An Armenian study of over 50 night shift physicians showed a statistically significant correlation between a standardized extract of rhodiola rosea and improved complex perceptual and cognitive cerebral functions. So that's great news for those who have to stay sharp while working the night shift, but don't want to resort to hardcore pharmaceutical solutions like modafinil or they don't want to drink their teeth black with cup after cup after cup of coffee, right? And I will concur with some of these studies that were saying that, hey, it it improves cognition in the cognition that has been uh, damaged by fatigue, but they're not really finding good evidence that it improves baseline cognition. And my subjective experience as someone who's used over 80 different smart drugs, or no, I I, know it's closer to 70 actually, let's be realistic. My subjective experience is that it's not the greatest nootropic for cognition itself if i really have a complex technical problem in front of me i'm going to be reaching for the racetams or modafinil rosy um rosia is not the first thing that i would reach for it's again it's much better for giving you a little bit of a little bit more energy so let's talk about rosavin versus salido rosides so rosavin corresponds to the neurotransmitter serotonin and solidorocytes to dopamine. In nature, rhodiola root has approximately 5% rosavins to 1% solidorocytes. Many rhodiola supplements contain 3% rosavins and 1% solidorocytes. And this is the proportion of micronutrients that is ideal for most people amongst self-experimenters there's some diversity of reports depending upon these dosages uh, many some biohackers will report that there is a marked difference between two percent and five percent rose events. so this is my recommendation if you're like oh my gosh all these percentages the, there's there's an infographic on my website that simplifies a little bit of this. So, so look at that. If you're trying to keep track of all this, who knows, maybe you're on smart drugs, you can keep track of a whole lot more than I can throw at you. Some of you, those the, the real biohackers out there. My recommendation though, since it's such an affordable supplement, go and purchase two different supplies or two different brands of rhodiola. Purchase one package in that 3 to 1% proportion, and then another in the 5% to 1% proportion. And I've got, I've got links, of course, on my website to high-quality sources of, of, of both of those different uh, varietals, I guess I'll call them, of rhodiola. And so what you're going to want to do is get two different supplies, and then a b or split test them on yourself using the kabaizhou protocol which is a five-factor do-it-yourself self-experimentation protocol to determine which proportion really hits your sweet spot and you're you're just you're just gonna have to this is one of these things you're just gonna have to go and try on sleep a 2002 ye shang china study the study was the effect of rhodiola and another drug on the sleep architecture and blood oxygen saturation in men living at high altitude this demonstrated that rhodiola improves sweet sleep quality for young men unfortunately it doesn't mention the dosage used i, I assume it's pretty low because higher dosages of rhodiola will definitely keep you up. Personally, I can't report uh, much in this area. I, I can't really report that rhodiola's has improved my quality of sleep. I just know that you definitely don't want to do a high dose of it a couple of hours before, before you go to sleep. It'll have not the effect <laughs> desired if you're really hoping to enjoy a uh, restful nocturnal existence. Generalized anxiety disorder. A 2008 California pilot study demonstrated that 340 milligrams daily of rhodiola had a significant effect in 10 human participants dealing with generalized anxiety disorder. From the abstract, Rhodiola rosea is an herbal supplement that many in the general population in Russia and elsewhere in the world have used for decades to alleviate everyday anxiety, depression, and insomnia. The goal of this study was to evaluate whether rhodiola is effective in reducing symptoms of generalized anxiety disorder. Significant improvement in generalized anxiety disorder symptoms was found with rhodiola with a reduction in Hamilton anxiety rating scale scores similar to that found in clinical trials. So, good news. Depression. A 2007 placebo-controlled study of 89 people was very optimistic, stating, for individuals in groups A and B, overall depression together with insomnia, emotional instability, and somatization but not self-esteem self-esteem improved significantly following medication whilst the placebo group did not show such improvements it is concluded that the standardized extract of rhodiola shows antidepressive potency in patients with mild to moderate depression when administered in dosages of either 340 or 680, that's a high dose, over a six-week period. For these reasons, rhodiola is also effective at treating and preventing depression. Longevity. As a plant adaptogen, it has exciting anti-aging potential. Adaptogen, such a cool word, right? This is just a phrase for the category of herbal ingredients that modulate the adrenal system and hence our hormonal response to stress. Rhodiola's anti-aging effect is due to a nuclear translocation of DAF-16, a hormetic mimicking of stress. It's probably not going to change your perception of stress, but it does improve how your biology deals with it i wrote that a year ago and i after using rhodiola a lot this year i, I still agree with that it has been shown to increase lifespan by t- 10 to 20 percent in nematodes which is worms worms sorry it's why did i say nerms? Nerms. Nerms is not a thing sorry guys it's it's a little late here and i haven't had my rhodiola in a dutch study it has similar effects and uh as in other animal studies a 2007 university of california study stated rhodiola supplied every other day at 30 milligrams uh, per milliliter significantly increases the lifespan of the fruit flies When comparing the distribution of deaths between rhodiola-supplemented and control flies, rhodiola-fed flies exhibited decelerated aging. That's that's very cool if, if you'd like to have the opposite effect of a fly swatter on your flies. A Dr. Matab Jafari who led a similar 2013 study had this insight. We found that rhodiola actually increases lifespan on top of dietary restriction. It demonstrates that rhodiola can act even in individuals who are already long-lived and healthy. And this is an exciting finding as a lot of anti-aging science revolves around dietary restriction. And for ethical hedonists like myself, dietary restriction, which is forcing oneself to go a little hungry all the time in exchange for years or maybe even decades of added longevity is is not really an acceptable trade-off. So again, another reason to be taking rhodiola if you, like me, hope to one day be an old man that can fuck like a young man. <laughs> nice nice transition, right? Physical performance is what we're going to discuss next. The consensus seems to be that it enhances exercise capacity, diminishes fatigue from physical labor, and decreases recovery time. A 2011 meta-analysis of seven human studies out of The University of Exeter in UK concluded rhodiola may have beneficial effects on physical performance, mental performance, and certain mental health conditions. A 2013 study found its positive effects were most acute in a protein-rich diet and declined in carbohydrate-rich diets on cognition versus memory. A 2013 study involving a passive avoidance task indicated that it could be a positive influence on the memory of both the healthy and those dealing with cognitive decline, which is just the kind of finding that a biohacker's ears will perk up to, right? Quote, It was found that the extract of rhodiola improved performance during a learning session, both short and long-term memory retrieval tests. The studied plant extract can be a candidate for treatment of dementia and other memory disturbances. However, the conclusions of the studies seem to be a little conflicted over whether it actually aids memory or whether it just prevents memory retardation due to stress factors. The bottom line on this is actually that there are a whole lot more proven memory and cognition upgrade options in the biohacker's tool chest, like paracetam. Self-experimenter extraordinaire Abelard Lindsay has some interesting insights on its effect on memory. Quote, I have a curious thing that happens when I take rhodiola. Besides the good mood and anxiety lowering effects, oftentimes after taking it, random memories from my childhood or 10 years ago will come to me spontaneously. I'm not trying to remember them. They'll just show up. What's also interesting is they are mainly neutral or slightly pleasant memories. This has happened to me a number of times reliably. The effect seems to be increased when combined with paracetam, no surprises there, on nicotine withdrawal. Two Italian studies conducted in 2011 and 2012 indicated that it may be literally a lifesaver for smokers the studies showed it alleviated some of the depression and physiological symptoms that are associated with nicotine cessation which is quitting quitting smoking in most situations right from the 2011 study results show that both effective and somatic signs head shaking paw tremors body tremors jumping erection and chewing induced by nicotine withdrawal are abolished by administration of rosea extract in a dose-dependent fashion during both nicotine exposure and nicotine cessation. The 2012 study concurred. Results show a significant increase of 5-HT content in nicotine treated with rhodiola rosea with a significant increase of serotonin receptor 1a suggesting an involvement of serotonin in beneficial effects of rhodiola rosea on suffering produced by nicotine withdrawal so rhodiola supplementation may be a great idea for those who are trying to quit smoking and my own personal experience totally agrees uh concurs with this last year i used supplemental nicotine for about two months and i got quite addicted to the stuff and then i ran out and was not able to get more and i definitely didn't want to start smoking or uh, chewing or using nicotine patches and at that time i was using rhodiola quite liberally and i Certainly experienced a persistent desire for nicotine, but I can uh, happily report that I really experienced no withdrawal symptoms whatsoever. I did quit smoking about five years ago and I've also quit coffee a couple times. I haven't had any more intense uh, addictions or vices than that, so I I can't say that I've experienced withdrawals like a an opioid addict have, but I have experienced nicotine withdrawals before, and the rhodiola for me certainly seemed to assuage them from the supplemental nicotine I was using. Moving on, binge eating. Especially when taken with the serotonin-boosting St. John's wort, rhodiola abolishes binge eating from a 2012 study, from its conclusion actually the present results indicate for the first time that hypercurium parafortum extracts may have therapeutic properties in binge related eating disorders on mechanism of action. It boosts dopamine and serotonin levels by inhibiting monoamine oxidase and helping opioid peptides. The M MAO enzymes antagonizes two of the primary limitless neurotransmitters serotonin and dopamine. Rhodiola blocks MAO enzymes, so this nootropic is a case of the enemy of your enemy being your friend. A 2009 Italian study, from a 2009 Italian study, the present investigation demonstrates that Rhodiola rosea roots have potent antidepressant activity. By inhibiting MAO, MAO, MAOA, and may also find application in their control of senile dementia by their inhibition of MAO B. It also boosts some of the positive endorphins, op- opioid peptide beta endorphins that fight stress and make you feel good. On history and origin. Rhodiola rosea herb grows in cold Arctic regions such as eastern Siberia and Scandinavia. Chinese and Russian folk medicine has used it for centuries to boost energy. Supposedly, the Vikings used it to preserve physical robustness. It is mentioned as early as the first century by the Greek physician Dioscorides. On sex, wow, wow, rhodiola boosts sexual appetite and helps improve athletic performance by decreasing recovery time. Rhodiola also helps with altitude illness. It protects bodily organs from low oxygen hypoxia-related damage. Pricing, it's a pretty affordable supplement with monthly supplies in capsule form starting at about nine bucks. However, for the more value conscious, you can get 250 grams powdered for $25, which is a three to six month supply. And I would actually recommend getting it powdered as opposed to in capsules because it really does make for a very nice tea and that you can only make with and the powder form of course aesthetics unlike a lot of vile powdered smart drugs it's a, an herbal earthy tasting reddish powder it's a pretty nice taste and smell actually that grows on you over time for some it makes their burps smell like roses hence hence the name it works best if you take it on an empty stomach about 30 minutes before a meal, recommended daily. There's some, some dosage ranges, and you're gonna wanna check out the infographic of the dosage ranges on the website below this podcast. But the first range is 200 milligrams to 600 milligrams daily for extracts of at least 3% rosevins. Some people will take as low as 100 milligrams daily there's there's uh, reported effect ranges of a positive effect as low as 50 milligrams so so some people that are really stimulant sensitive will will really want to take it in a smaller range uh, and then there was one study that i mentioned administered as much as 680 milligrams daily to treat mild depression and negative side effects were Not reported. However, less is more with rhodiola. If you take too high a dosage, especially with the higher percentage extracts, it has some contrary effects to what's probably desired, to what you're looking for. And especially if you do a little bit too much and then you end up drinking a cup or two or three or more of coffee, you're maybe not going to be in the greatest mood so again start with a low dosage as opposed to what people call an attack dosage co-factors first of all is racetam some of my favorites right a number of self-experimenters report that it has a synergistic effect on memory and cognition with paracetam based upon the glowing recommendations that i'd heard across the internet i did include it in the paracetam protocol and there was a study that i'm not seeing in front of me at the moment but there was a study where it was used in a human clinical trial with paracetam and there was positive results reported the soviet formula from its space program and its wars in the rugged mountains of Afghanistan to its fierce spirit of athletic competition, the Soviet Union made extreme performance demands of its citizenry. From the labs behind the Iron Curtain emerged a hardcore herbal formula for peak performance and resilience, and the formula was rhodiola rosea, kinesis And Siberian ginseng which is also known as adapt 232 a 2010 double-blind placebo controlled Armenian study of 40 healthy women came to some optimistic conclusions from its abstract the subjects in the adapt 232 group quickly two hours after it was taken gained improved attention and increased speed and accuracy during stressful cognition tasks in comparison to placebo there was also a tendency of adapt 232 to reduce percentage of errors which means better accuracy quality of the work and degree of care in the volunteers under stressful conditions the bad news is that if you want to try ADAPT-232, you can't. It's not for sale anywhere. So I've decided to study the documentation, formulate it, and will sell it. And I encourage you to subscribe to the Limitless Mindset newsletter where you will surely be updated when it's available. Herbal cofactors. For some, it has a marvelous effect in combination with st john's wort to quote sasha in the uk i started taking one capsule of rhodiola and one of st john's wort together twice daily i can't fathom how these two plants work synergistically perhaps someone here can enlighten me but they sure do for me i got a better mood more energy and stamina and felt stimulated without feeling stressed or jittery my concentration got better and although I think I was intellectually stimulated I can't tell whether this kind of simulation might be beneficial for someone who deals with important mental tasks well Sasha the 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 significant preponderance of studies that are done on rhodiola would certainly suggest so side effects Ruteal arousia, when taken at high dosages, has side effects typical of stimulant nootropics. So restlessness, insomnia, irritability, and increased heart rate, and possibly increased blood pressure. So don't take it before bed. And remarkably, no conflicts or negative interactions were reported on Web. M.D. Boy, I had a lot to say about this one, didn't I? Because Rhodiola rosea is a nootropic that is so close to my my own heart. I uh, watch pretty carefully to see which vendors are selling this to make to make sure that the sources are very high. And there is a couple of sources that I feel really good about and i have those linked conspicuously in the sidebar of the web page which is linked below this podcast so please go and check that out and i really would like to hear from some other biohackers out there and hear uh what your experiences are like starting on rhodiola and especially combining it with the racetams because these are two nootropics that have very, very different mechanisms of action. So there's not a lot of overlap. There's not a lot of uh, competing for receptor sites with the effects of these two nootropics. And my own experience has been that it really is a great combination. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset Podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.